Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. So welcome back to Detour to Neverland. We are here for our third ever live show. Kind of crazy. Time has flown by. If you are new here, what we do in these shows is we are previewing the next month in Walt Disney World, Disneyland. We're going to talk about some universal stuff here as well today. If you are watching us live, thank you so much for being here. So happy to have you here with us. Love to see you in the chat. Tell us where you're watching from. And if you are watching the replay or listening to the recorded version on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. We would love to have you join us live next month as we preview July. So, of course, we cannot do this alone. We are not smart enough. I don't know about <laughs> any other way to put it to do it. So we have Hannah Little here from Creating Magic Vacations. Hannah, thank you so much for being here to guide us through how our listeners can make the most of their June vacations. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so I see Catherine here from South Carolina. So happy to have you here. I think you've been here for every show. So we truly Yay. appreciate you being here for that. So I think a good place to start, and we haven't covered this in times past, but Hannah, why don't you walk us through some of the specials that are going on for Disney right now? It's I know it's honestly so hard to keep up with. So what are just some of the things that they are doing promotion-wise right now? Yeah, so believe it or not, there are not that many available right now, which probably means we're about to get a big drop of some new offers, which is very exciting. But right now, you can save up to 30% on your Disney Resort Hotel this spring for stays most nights now through July 10th. Um, keep in mind with these room deals, if you stay in a deluxe resort, you're getting the full 30% off. So that could end up saving you thousands of dollars on your Disney trip. Um, you can also save 20% on campsites for most nights now through May 27th, which is that's today, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So, so that's done. <laughs> but that was a cool deal because um, it was for everything from like if you literally wanted to camp in a tent, if you wanted to stay in a luxury RV, you could do that and save 20%. And then the last one is another room deal for rooms this summer, which is for 25% off. And again, if you book a deluxe resort, you're getting that full 25% off. So. Some good deals going on right now. Hopefully, we'll get some new ones soon. How many times a day are you asked about the dining plan and about new annual passes? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly the dining plan. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I say, if it becomes available before your trip, that's absolutely something we can add to your vacation package. <laughs> well, that's so, good to know. Yes. Yeah. Lots of people are asking. So, Catherine, why don't you walk us through like a weather and crowds and stuff like that for June? Well, so as far as crowds go, I feel like what you can expect is that they're going to start to be more prevalent. It's going to get busier, um, especially with a lot of people now vacationing again. 
Typically, June is not the busiest summer month, but I think there's definitely going to be an upswing just with people wanting to go back to Disney World, uh, you know, maybe with some of the loosened restrictions and things like that. That's going to draw a lot more people to the parks. So I do think it's going to get busier. As far as weather, the high is around 91. The low is around 73. So it's definitely heating up. Although on some of those days, I would say it's probably going to feel hotter than that. You think? Oh, yeah. (laughs) With 100% humidity, it might feel a little bit hotter. All the humidity. (laughs) That was the next part. The humidity is already out of control. Um, The rain in June really starts to pick up. Again, it's not as bad as it is in July. So I guess if you're coming in June, maybe you'll get a little less wet. But on average, there's like 12 rain days. And then, of course, this is when those midday showers and thunderstorms really kick in. So bring your ponchos, bring your rain jackets, bring your umbrellas. You're probably going to want them. I've never heard the words bring your ponchos come out of your mouth before. Well, I'm I'm not a poncho person, but other people like them. And I feel like if you come prepared, then you don't have to spend like the I don't even know what what how much they cost in like the gift store, but it's gotta be expensive. Well it probably fluctuates based on if there's rain or not. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so just come prepared. Listen. I know the weather for next week, it says it's gonna thunderstorm every day. So I'm hoping it's just like a quick afternoon thunderstorm. And not rain the whole time. <laughs> we will see how it goes. I, You know, today it was so hot outside that when I picked up Catherine from school, I said, I honestly miss the three o'clock rain shower. I'm ready for <laughs> them to come back to just cool it off just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it gets pretty miserable. Sometimes I want it to rain when I'm at school just so that I don't have to go outside with the kids because <laughs> I just ache. <laughs> I turned into the teacher who brings their umbrella outside just to sit in the sun. Yeah, when it's not raining. Yeah, when it's not raining. Yeah. And the kids think I'm ridiculous. That's okay. <laughs> so we do have a couple of events going on in June that, of course, we want to cover. First one on the list to cover is Father's Day happening Sunday, June 20th. So go ahead and mark that up right now. I feel like Father's Day is one that always sneaks up on a lot of people. Honestly, Mother's Day does too, which is terrible. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) So at the time of this recording, I haven't seen anything official, but I do have some things that we can cover from years past that will probably make their return this year. And you have to remember, this was right after the parks opened last year as well, and a lot of these things still took place. So I feel like it's pretty... uh, Pretty safe to bet that a lot of these things will happen. So at Flame Tree Barbecue in Disney's Animal Kingdom, they offer a limited-time dad's platter with brisket, pulled pork, chicken, and ribs. Talk about the meat sweats. (laughs) Just a little bit of everything. (laughs) Yeah, how big are the servings of each of those meats? I bet it's more than you would expect, honestly. They're pretty generous. At Restaurantosaurus, still in Disney's Animal Kingdom, In the past, they've offered a burger and brew combo featuring a jalapeno popper burger, which that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And I do want to go ahead and say you do not have to be a dad to partake in any of these festivities. (laughs) Last year, Disney's Animal Kingdom had a Father's Day cupcake that they ran over the weekend. And then Coral Reef in Epcot had a prefixed menu 
featuring a grilled 10-ounce top sirloin steak, a grilled shrimp skewer, and loaded mashed potatoes, as well as a appetizer and a dessert. So that is a good way to treat your dad. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the star of it all, the showstopper, maybe the best meal I've ever had at Walt Disney World, the dad stack at Wine Bar George for brunch on Father's Day weekend. <laughs> it has seven ingredients, and I will list them all for you now. <laughs> French toast, French fries, bacon, sausage, gravy, chicken sausage, skirt steak, and two sunny side up eggs. It was quite that- possibly the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever had. Is it like in a bowl? Like, is it all on top of each other? No. Yeah, I mean, it is stacked up. Well, yeah, it is stacked on top of each other, but it's just on kind of like a flat, long plate. If you've had their uh, steak and uh, frites for brunch. It's the same plate and it's the same setup. They just put all Everything. of the extra all the stuff on there. Wow. I We read about it beforehand when we went last year and I had no intention of getting it, but we had like the world's best server and he basically said like, you have to, you have to, like, I'm not <laughs> letting you leave here without ordering this. And so I did. Good and thing you was, listened. It was fantastic. <laughs> So let us know in the comments, would you be getting a dad stack, even if you're not a dad, (laughs) to partake in those festivities? I do have to say, compared to last month, or maybe two months ago, I don't know, whenever we talked about the Mother's Day stuff, this is a shorter list, like a way shorter list. And I don't know, I don't know why dads deserve to be celebrated. The other thing that's kind of hit or miss is a lot of times Walt Disney World Golf will run specials on tee times for Father's Day weekend. But I looked today and they were actually higher that weekend than every other weekend. So they're (laughs) taking advantage of the dads, I guess. But that's a great way to do it. They are, I, it might be open by them, but Magnolia course is going down for a week or two of maintenance soon. But I think it'll be back open by Father's Day. I'd hope so. Also going on in June is Pride Month. So there's tons of new merchandise offerings. There's shirts and hats and lounge fly backpacks, fanny packs, ears, a foldable fan. There's just like a ton of stuff. And Catherine, they're offering it both online and in the parks, right? Oh, yeah. ShopDisney.com has everything that you could ever want. I mean, it was so much stuff that I honestly couldn't even list it all. Um, anything you could ever want. And something else that I learned, which is really cool, is that during this month, and maybe even all year, honestly, Disney donates money to different LGBTQ plus organizations. And you can learn more about it if you go to rainbowdisneycollection.com. But it's a good way to celebrate in June. It is. There's an interesting TikTok trend going on of like, people going and seeing the pride merch at these different shops. So like I saw someone go to the Walgreens and see the pride merch and it it's hilarious. Like how bad some of it is. Some of it is like super high end and it's amazing, but it was just funny to see some people just like trashing some of these stores, pride merch drops. Just like a comparison. <laughs> yeah. Between they, all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they were going to Walmart and target and all the different places to see what the pride merch looked like. But from what I could tell, it seems like the Disney stuff was pretty cool. Looks pretty good. Yeah. 
We do have some snacks happening this month as well. So a couple in Disney Springs Marketplace Snacks is serving a secret menu item called a watermelon Dole Whip Slice. But I've seen people more commonly refer to it as the watermelon taco. Have you seen this, Catherine? You don't have TikTok, so I don't know. No, a watermelon taco. I haven't seen this either. Oh, man. Got to follow Disney Parks on TikTok. So if you remember a couple of months ago, they did the same thing where the hot dog stand in Disney Springs, they had this secret menu item that you had to go up and say a passphrase in order to get it. Yeah. It was like a mac and cheese hot dog or something. It's the same thing this time. So it's not on the menu anywhere, but they basically take a watermelon wedge. They cut like a slot down the middle of it, and then they put watermelon Dole Whip in the middle of it and then put sprinkles on top of it. Ooh, okay. Interested, not interested? I'm not sure. I know. I feel kind of weird about it. (laughs) I'm not sure how I'd feel about eating watermelon with my Dole Whip. It seems like a weird combination. They do offer just the watermelon Dole Whip by itself in a cup right now as well. I want to try that. Yeah, I would definitely like that. I, I like saw tacos like a lot of mushy things all in one. <laughs> so that's what I thought. And then I watched a video of someone eating it and the watermelon is so chilled, like almost to the point of being frozen so that it doesn't stay mushy. So it's basically like a constant brain freeze between the fruit <laughs> and the Dole Whip. And that's Fun. honestly <laughs> my biggest complaint about Dole Whip is and in it, ice cream in general, I get brain freezes so easily. <laughs> That sounds like my worst nightmare, trying to have someone video me eating a watermelon Dole Whip taco. That sounds very (laughs) nerve-wracking. And that's how we know that we're not cut out for Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But you can find that at Marketplace Snacks. So again, it's not going to be on the menu. I I assume if you say watermelon taco, they will know what you're talking about. It doesn't seem like there's a secret passphrase like they had for that hot dog. Okay, so I'm intrigued now. What was the passphrase for this hot dog? I honestly don't remember. And how did they, how do you spread the word about something like that? TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> who who comes disgusting. up with something like this? It looks yeah. so gross. Yeah. I mean, it was Disney Parks. They put it out and they said, hey guys, we have a secret menu item. Go up, you know, it's just for TikTok people. Go up and say the passphrase. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Did the people so did people know before they ordered it what they were ordering? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that'd be that'd be a little weird. <laughs> if you just like said the magic word and they just hand you something. Mm-hmm. But it was like a peanut butter banana hot dog. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean it looked horrible. Okay. <laughs> I do I remember that. Yeah. Mac and cheese that. hot dog. That sounds good. But peanut butter banana hot dog. I'm not into that. No. Um, other things going on in Disney Springs. Oh, and to close out the thought about the watermelon taco, I've, I haven't seen an exact date, but from what I read, it'll be around till September. So I saw some people thought it was just this past weekend, but I think it'll be here for a while. That sounds very summery. It feels like a weird thing to extend into September. They do only have a limited amount per day though. That's the only catch. They only have so much watermelon. Okay. I don't know why that's funny. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> problem to have, but okay. I, I couldn't tell you why. So also going on in Disney Springs, the Coca-Cola store has a new cocktail called the Perfect Harmony. It has Coke, 
ginger ale, dry gin, orange curacao liqueur, and sweet vermouth. Now, maybe I've lived under a rock. Hannah, I'm, I don't think Catherine knew this. I mean, did you know that they served alcohol at the Coca-Cola store? Yes, I did. On the rooftop bar. I had no idea. Sure wait, did. wait a minute. <laughs> a rooftop bar? Yeah. I yes. didn't know that's what was up there. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful up there. We have never been in there. Not a single time in our no. entire lives. You've got to go. Never even thought about it. Honestly. And to get up there, you have to like walk up a ramp that goes all the way around the store, like around and around. It's really cool up there. Is this the drink that's rainbow? The rainbow drink? Uh, so there's two, and I think this might be the rainbow drink. This goes along with their Unity collection of merch that they're doing right now. And it's like a theme to the 1971 kind of goes along with the 50th anniversary stuff going on. So I think it's the same, but I did see that one on TikTok as well. Yeah. But I think one of the rainbow ones is non-alcoholic. I mean, maybe this with this one's the alcoholic version. Maybe. They we always have, have one re- of each. We will have to report back. Yes. But yeah, y'all got to go up there. It's fun. We have to. Put on the to-do list. <laughs> Sticking in Disney Springs, Everglaze Donuts has unveiled some new donuts. And Catherine, did you read ahead on the notes? Have you heard this before? Oh, absolutely. I'm already uh, planning our next trip to go based off of these notes. Okay. So there are two new donuts. First one is a Nutella Boston Cream Donut. Vanilla custard, filled donut, Nutella icing. That's it for that one. And then the second one, which Catherine... Which is the good one. That one is just like, oh, okay, whatever. That one is huge. So the Nutella one is gigantic. A s'mores galore. Yeah. Which Catherine is obsessed with everything s'mores. (laughs) I notice here on the recording you're saying it differently than how you normally say it. I typically say s'more... But that's, you know, not allowed, I guess, in this household. I love it. But it's a chocolate ice donut, marshmallow fluff, a giant toasted marshmallow, and crushed golden grams. When we're talking about a giant toasted marshmallow, like, what are we talking here? Like the jumbo puff. It's huge. (laughs) That's exciting. Have you been to Everglades yet, Hannah? Yes, I have. What'd you think? I thought it was very good. I think that Gideon's is better. I would agree. And that the donuts are too big to me. There's just there's too much going on. I'd rather have cookie anyways. Well, it's kind of unfortunate that Gideon's and Everglazed opened at the same time because I feel like yeah. they're always going to get that comparison. Like no matter what, they're always gonna be pinned up against each other, even though they're I mean they're pretty different, even though it's desserts. Yeah. It's just and- unfortunate. Everglazed has a terrible location. It's like, I feel like it's in a back alley. Like, it's hard to find. It is. And I feel like with the movie theater, I guess now it's opening. We could actually go see Cruella DeVille tonight if we wanted to. It completely snuck up on me. I forgot. What are we doing? Um, What are y'all doing here? (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty hidden back there. It is. Not expected to be back there. I wonder if they thought, like, with that parking garage, because there is an entrance right there. I wonder if they expected to get a little bit more, like, foot traffic. But now they kind of funnel you all to the other exit, entrance, whatever. Well, I wonder, you know, now with no temperature checks, and you only have to go through security if they will 
open up more of the entrances to Disney Springs. We that would been, be nice. But we're going on Saturday, so yeah. we will find out. Uh, so our friend Connor says the best part of the Coca-Cola store is the rooftop bar. The worst part about the Coca-Cola store is the ramp walking up to that bar. <laughs> it's a long walk. <laughs> it is Connor's birthday today as well. So happy birthday, Connor. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. And then Elizabeth says that the collection at the M&M store at Disney Springs was pretty cute. I haven't seen that. We I haven't been into the M&M store either. I haven't either. That line is always so long. It is long. It is. So some other news just to cover. I'm sure Hannah maybe doesn't want to talk about Disney Cruise Line right now. How long <laughs> have you been on wait with them in the past couple of days? Oh, gosh. The last couple of days. <laughs> Probably about 10 hours. Nice. Good oh solid God. day's work. Yeah. So, okay, just a random question. When you call, will they let you... Like book for all of your clients, or do you have to call back individually for each one? So it depends. When it's really busy, you have a 90-minute limit, which that's plenty of time. Um, but yeah, if you take more than 90 minutes, they say you're cut off, gotta call back, wait in line again. Oh my god. <laughs> so you gotta be real fast. <laughs> Yikes. So a little bit of Disney Cruise Line news that I wanted to cover. And forgive me if I don't know all of the details of this, but I was reading about it. So they did just pass a new law through and Biden signed it. Uh, President Biden signed it. And essentially what it has changed is that now cruises can go directly from Seattle to Alaska. Previously for non-U.S. vessels registered. So all of the Disney Cruise Line vessels are registered in the Bahamas they had to stop at some other foreign country instead of just being in the U.S. alone is how I understand it. And since all of the Canadian ports are still set down in British Columbia, basically they had no way of being able to get to Alaska on these cruises. But they have changed that bill now. And now you can go straight from Seattle to Alaska. So a lot of speculation about that Alaska cruises which their season is typically like May to September, could be making their return late summer. They basically like really soon. So mm -hmm. they've canceled through like July 12th, I think, for the ship that normally does that route. So fingers crossed, you could start seeing some sailings up to Alaska in July, August, and September. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Did you read that bill, Hannah? I don't know if you know more about it than me. I I didn't, but I heard about it. Um, I don't know why you had to do that, but basically if you were going from like Seattle to Alaska, you would have to stop in Canada for like six hours and then you could keep going to Alaska. I don't know why, but I know that it's gone. So that's good news. We need to get cruising back. That is for sure. And I still saw that could open the door. I don't know if it's specifically to Alaska, but I think it's countrywide that now they could, in theory, do a cruise that maybe starts in Port Canaveral, stops in Miami, goes to Key West, and then just goes mm -hmm. back and just do a completely Florida self-contained cruise. Yeah, yeah, like U.S. cruises, because there are some cruise lines that do like Mississippi River cruises. So as long as it's like within the U.S., it's a U.S. company, you can do that. So that's why all the big cruise lines are still having issues because – like you said, they're not registered in the U.S., so that'd be great. I would go on a Disney cruise that just went around Florida. <laughs> I 
Those ones that they're doing in the UK, the sailings to nowhere type yeah, thing. Yeah, the staycations. <laughs> that looks amazing. It does. Like, I would love that. There's no pressure at all. Like you don't have to, you just know what you're getting. Yeah. It's like an all-inclusive resort. Just on a floating. Boat. On a boat, yeah. yeah. With Disney characters. Yeah. <laughs> and Disney food, most importantly. Yes, the food. <laughs> so I think that's all of the events and things like that that we want to talk about. Catherine, you want to walk us through the merchandise? Yeah, so I was actually very surprised with all the new merchandise that they have out because I feel like this is usually one of those that are kind of hit or miss. Um, but they do have some new wishables that we have talked about in the past, but they're Cars Land themed, which sounds super fun. They also have like their summer collection for just merchandise out right now. So think palm leaves. Uh, they have everything. They have like little platters. They have pictures. They have clothes, pillows, blankets, all the things. They also have a lot of Loki merch. And I feel like it started with the ears. I feel like if you looked anywhere, you've probably seen the Loki ears, which are pretty cool. But there's a lot more than just that. They have like t-shirts uh, and a magic band that we missed out on. It's gone. Gone uh-huh. forever. Only 1500 limited edition. But I was surprised that they had so much, but it makes sense because that series is starting in June. So June 9th, we will be, I don't know if you stay up late or wake up super early, whichever, whichever one will let us see it first. (laughs) I'm sure we'll do it. And then there's a lot of Cruella merch too, but that is interesting because it's more, I mean, it makes sense, but it's like fashion type clothes. So but it says like Cruella and everything all over it. So it's interesting. I and think then, it'll make sense once we see the movie. I hope so. I'm excited for the movie. I am too. Because that, yeah, I mean, that's like now, tomorrow. Yeah. Tonight. Disney Plus, we'll be buying it. How do you, where, where does your household stand on the special releases on Disney Plus? Our movie theaters have been open since like last summer and we love going to the movies. That's like one of our favorite things to do. So we just go. $30 is a lot. It is. So so we're the I'm the opposite. Brendan wishes I would rather go to the movie theater, but I've said for years that I wish they would just let us sit on our couch and buy it. So this is my dream come true. I was about to say, now they do. <laughs> this is everything that I've ever wanted. There's, so. there are certain types of movies that you have to see. Like Black Widow, we have to see in the theater. Yeah. Okay. What if they did like a screening of Loki, all the episodes in the movie theater? That would be cool. Well, that would be cool. <laughs> but I feel like but then it, you could buy it, though. The good thing about buying it, at least for the previous ones, is that haven't you been able to watch it more than once? Isn't that a thing? I wouldn't know because everything we've bought, we haven't been overly pleased with. So we have only <laughs> watched watch it, it once. once. But Looking at you, Mulan. <laughs> There's, yeah. What else I'm, have we I'm bought? I'm pretty sure you can keep watching it. It's like owning the DVD. I believe yes. that's correct. Which to me sounds worth it, especially if it's something like Black Widow, which you would probably want to see multiple times. That makes sense. Then you're getting your money's worth. But then you just wait a couple months and they put it up there for free. Part of our subscription. True. Why wait? Maybe you need to go watch Mulan tonight so that you get your money's worth. <laughs> no. What else have we paid extra for? I can't even remember. Did Onward was that one? 
Well, yeah, because we were too impatient. We had to wait like two weeks and we couldn't wait. I didn't want to wait for that one. Soul was free. Soul was free. Luca is going to be free. Um, we say free, but it's part of your subscription. Yeah, you're paying for it. I honestly don't remember. I, I feel like there is something else that came out that There's we bought. There's definitely another one. I can't remember what it is. Um, uh, The Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Last Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was it. Connor says, I do not like going to the movie theater, but I have been waiting for Jungle Cruise my entire life. So I will see it in a movie theater for my first viewing. I, That's I a don't good know point. how I feel about Jungle Cruise yet. I mean, Me you know, you're going to want to watch it. I Yeah, I want to watch it. I just I'm not sure getting some real like Haunted Mansion vibes from it. Oh, but, no. But it's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, future president of the United States. So it gives me a lot of like Jumanji vibes because yeah. he was in that. Well, yeah, it's yeah. in a jungle and it's got Dwayne Johnson. So, yeah, maybe it, they use the same set. They honestly could have used Kevin Hart. That would have been <laughs> probably just as good. Karen Gillian would have been awesome too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Emily Blunt's going to be good, but who knows? <laughs> Last bit of merch. Last bit of merch. So Numos, they aren't announcing if there are any new like characters coming out, but they do have some new outfits, which is, I guess, the fun part. So they have Cruella outfits, and then they also have like an outdoor camping series of outfits. Cute. That's about it. Numos always waits to release their news right after we record these shows. So well, expect but, something big tomorrow. But if you think about it, they never actually came out with new Numos for May. I think they're having some stocking issues. So it took a long. Now you can find Pooh and Tigger and Eeyore and Piglet pretty much everywhere you go. But for a while, you couldn't find them really anywhere. And it took a long time for them to get Kermit and Miss Piggy back in stock as well. So maybe, Are they back in stock? I believe they are at most locations. But I think that maybe is why they're maybe taking a little break. It's a good problem to have. I'd like to see some Marvel Numos. That's what I'm asking for. Oh, hmm. who? Who would you, if they announced it tomorrow, that for Avengers Campus, they were bringing them out, who would you want to buy? Uh, Groot would be good. Maybe like Spider-Man and MJ. No, Steve and Peggy. Steve and Peggy. I would just look at it and cry. (laughs) I feel like the human ones would look weird. Yeah. I thought that too, but it's probably Tokyo. They had like an Ariel and I think a Jasmine. And they were actually pretty cute. Oh, I need to look them up then. Now, I don't know how you would, like, go about changing their clothes. <laughs> you know? Because I feel like Disney would be weird about that. I don't know. But yeah. maybe... Maybe they're Ariel... wearing, like, bloomers or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing Ariel is in her human form. I if guess... If not, you're going to have trouble getting pants on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess she must have been, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so let's go through all the parks. We're going to talk about refurbishments and the things that have opened since last time we did these. We'll start in Animal Kingdom. Let me get our handy dandy. Here we go. Got our banner at the top. I work hard on these, so I got to showcase them. (laughs) 
So Animal Kingdom, the Boneyard is still closed. The return date has not been announced. So that is the little uh, playground area that they have in Dino Land USA. It's honestly kind of shocking to me that it's still not open. Are other playgrounds around the resorts open? Uh, resorts or in the parks? Some I never notice. I was going to say, I'd, I don't really know. I can't I, think of any other playgrounds, honestly. Well, the little one in Storybook Circus with the trains. The splash pad. Yeah, kind that's of thing. still closed. Some of the ones in the resorts are open. I think just because they aren't as highly trafficked. Um, but I think almost all of them in the parks are still closed. I can oh, tell yeah, you the like one Epcot. at Coronado Springs was open because our friends were here. Their daughter went back there and played, and it was. A madhouse. <laughs> Everybody was on that playground. Uh, other things. We talked about it a lot. I'm still holding on hope that Finding Nemo the musical. Hannah kind of broke our heart last month and told us that. I'm so sorry, guys. Probably not coming back, but I'm still going to say return date TBD. I hope it does come back. I love that show. I mean, I guess until they tell us, there's always hope. There's yes. been some chatter. And I don't, we're not much into, well, we are into speculation. Yeah, I was to be saying, completely who are you kidding? Honest. Come on. We love uh, unverified rumors <laughs> around here. <laughs> but if they did get rid of Dino Land and then they went the South America route, which I think would maybe be one of the most logical choices, and you could potentially just flip Dinosaur into a Indiana Jones adventure attraction, you could use that theater to take Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular from Hollywood Studios and move it over there. I don't know if it's long enough is the only problem, like with the rolling ball and everything. But it's an interesting thought because Nemo is kind of an in-between area. You know, what would they do with that huge theater if they were going to do something with Dinoland USA? Who knows? Yeah. All of that just blew my mind. (laughs) And then our hope... This is this is purely us speculating now. Yes. Then if Indiana Jones goes away, that's a big area. Maybe you could bring some Marvel into Hollywood Studios. There's maybe no a little bit, just like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just not say it's Marvel so that it's allowed. Well, they can do certain titles. Um, so I think, I think like more Doctor Strange. <laughs> well, no, Doctor Strange can't do it because he's an Avenger. So it's basically X-Men and Avengers. They can't touch them. So that's why the Guardians of the Galaxy are allowed in Epcot. And I think Black Panther is allowed. He's He is an Avenger, but I think he might be allowed. I thought it was all about like release dates, maybe. Or like I, when they were acquired. I think that has to do with like what version of the characters that they can use. But I'm pretty sure it's anything. It's more nuanced than this, but I think the most basic way to understand it is anything X-Men or Avengers related they can't do in Walt Disney World. That makes sense. That doesn't leave you with a lot of options. So maybe yeah. the the Eternals, if that's a big hit. Maybe we get an Eternals attraction or something. Who knows? Festival of the Lion King has returned this past month. So they are running shows a couple in the early afternoon and then a couple in the evening. So 12.30, 1.30, Then they take a break, come back at 5, 6, and 7. The lines have been insane to see Festival of the Lion King. We have not had a chance to see it yet. 
No, we haven't, but I can only imagine. And I guess those would be less times than what it typically would be, correct? Yeah, that's not very many show times at all. So I feel like less show times plus I'm sure there's a decrease in capacity mm-hmm. and no fast passes. I bet that is just a madhouse over there. So we were talking about it whenever this was first announced. If you remember, I can't remember if it was last episode or the one before about what are they going to do with the line specifically for Flight of Passage in Kilimanjaro. I've not seen since Festival of Lion King reopened, I've not seen Kilimanjaro get back that far. But with Flight of Passage, now basically before you reach the turn and the bridge to go towards Africa, like to go towards those bathrooms, they're just wrapping it and doubling it back. So you'll be walking on that pathway between Africa and Pandora and their flight of passage line is on both sides of you. So kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah. And do you know, like when the line gets that long, do you know what they're quoting it at? I honestly don't even look. I'm sure they're like, Oh, 45 minutes. You know, (laughs) I, I want to say last time I saw it like that, it was listed like 65 or 70 minutes. And it was, it had the double wraparound. Now, if you are coming this next month, you will notice that a lot of times they, they're kind of using this new term of the official queue and the extended queue is something you'll see kind of thrown around a lot on blogs and by Disney themselves a little bit too. And so the mask requirements are basically that you do not have to wear a mask if you are in an extended queue most of the time. And then once you get into the official queue, then that is where they have signs that say that you have to put your mask on from that point going forward. So a good example is the people mover. Until you go up the escalator, you actually don't have to have your mask on. But The moment you get there and see that cast member is when they ask you to put it on. And I believe Flight of Passage is the same way. Until you go underneath the awning where the times are, then it's considered the extended queue and they consider that outside common space. So it's... It's interesting because they didn't kind of specify that, I think, when they first made the change over to no masks, but um, now they're they're definitely making that distinction between the two. How has mask compliance been in the park since y'all have been there? Like, are people listening to the cast members when they say, okay, time to put your mask on? I honestly, I expected it to get worse. I honestly think, and we haven't been there too often since they changed the rules. Yeah. I think it's gotten better. I think people are kind of more willing knowing that they don't have to wear it at every single moment. And so whenever they go in stores or when they get in line for queues, I have not seen really much resistance at all. Well, good. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'd say it's, it is relieving to know like, okay, I can wear this in the line and then I'll get out of line or, you know, we'll be done and we can take it off again. And I'm sure it's easier to like with kids, like, okay, if you want to ride this, wear your mask and then yeah. you're done, you know? Yeah. So maybe it's not as much of a fight there too, which I'm sure would be nice. Yeah. The this only, yeah, the only kind of conversation I had, and it wasn't really negative. It was just kind of a person's, it was at the frontier trading post and the person did not want to wear their mask to go inside of there. And the cast member basically just directed them and said, like, well, we have outside vendors if you want to, you know, shop somewhere that's outside. Yeah. So 
I know it wasn't, I, you know, we can have a conversation about, was it fair for them to drop that news overnight? I don't particularly think it was fair to the cast members. (laughs) Yeah. I think, you know, a couple of days warning would have at least been nice, Mm -hmm. but I do think, you know, and obviously I don't speak for cast members, but at least that is kind of a little cushion now that they have built in of like, okay, if you don't want to comply with the rules, like, then there are other places that you can be without a mask. Yeah. It makes me think of like the announcement that they play like at Target and things like, oh, this is our policy, but feel free to shop online. It's kind <laughs> of like the same vibe. It's yeah. just funny to hear Disney say something like that. Yeah. Sure. I'm just so excited to be able to walk around with a snack again and a drink. <laughs> that is That's so what, exciting. Like my coworkers were saying that too, like we can go to Epcot and walk mm-hmm. around and – it it feels more normal to be yeah, able to do something to like, like that. Yeah. You don't have to sit there and like chug your margarita to go to the <laughs> next country. <laughs> so next, let's move on to Magic Kingdom. We do have some refurbishments that you may not be aware of. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad will be closed from June 7th to June 12th. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. They haven't really made a big announcement about it. It's odd. Well, do you know what? I mean, that's so short. So they can't be doing anything like groundbreaking. Probably just painting and stuff like that. Okay. Every time they close it, we think we're getting the dynamite scene from Disneyland and we never do. And so I'm done getting my hopes up. Yeah. (laughs) Next, Enchanted Tales with Belle still closed. No return date announced. Festival of Fantasy Parade still closed. Hall of Presidents still closed. There seems like they might be eyeing July 4th to have it open by. That would be appropriate. It's very patriotic. It is. Happily Ever After, of course, still closed. No return date announced. However, I don't know if you guys saw this. On Google, and I don't know if it's still up, but earlier today you could search Happily Ever After. It's had a return date. Of July 12th. Shut up. Now. Google is definitely trolling us. Probably. <laughs> they, Magic Kingdom is going to be sold out that day. It's going to be busting at the seams. People are going to be lined up at the Polynesian. And Nothing. someone, yeah, someone from Google Earth is just going to be like laughing at us all. And be like, look what I did. This was awesome. So I just searched it right now and it doesn't say anything like that. Like it just has like a wikipedia and actually the first uh result is 90 day fiance an episode called happily ever after so (laughs) okay that makes me feel better so i saw it on tiktok and then i don't so probably not true do you think when they want to bring it back will they announce it or will they just sneak it in there well that's what i was going to say is that i already saw like people in the comments saying like i grabbed a park reservation just in case and been they, there, honey. got to <laughs> announce it. I think they're going to bring everything back for the 50th. That's what I think. I think it would make sense. Honestly, the That's biggest problem is they're wait. just not keeping the parks open late enough to even have fireworks. And question, this was something that was presented to me that I've never even thought about. Do you think they will have Happily Ever After for the 50th? Or do you think they're creating some sort of new show that will run for the 18 months? I think it'll be a new show. 
Really? really? You have never shared that information with me. Well, if you remember back like last fall. I don't. They started testing <laughs> a new fireworks show. And they put like, a, they Who filed did? something. Magic Kingdom. <laughs> what? You need all the details, Brendan. I think it was a new one because there. I think there was a patent involved with it. There's something, or some permit filed that they needed something different. Patent's not the right word. So I don't know. I think if they, I think it would just be shorter. I think that would be their yeah. main goal is to make it where people aren't standing there for as long as happily ever after. Cause what is it like 16, mm-hmm. 17 minutes? It's long. Yeah. I would be devastated if it's not happily ever after. And we have to wait another year and a half. I'll be so sad. They should like alternate it. Didn't they do that with Epcot forever for a while? It was only on certain nights or something. And what did they do the other night? Wasn't it? uh, I don't know. I just, just, I don't think so. I think, (laughs) cause I was going to say eliminations, but that's not true. It's not true. So I don't know. I, you know, honestly, if there's no mask and there's really not any enforced physical distancing out in those common areas, I don't see why fireworks are not have not been announced, but yeah. I don't make the decisions. They didn't ask us. If you yeah. had to guess, if you had to put your money on which one's coming back first, what do you say? What? Happily Ever After? Or just which nighttime show? Correct. Yeah. Ooh. A lot of people say Epcot. So I might go with that. I even they saw, have been working uh, on that big barge out there a lot. Yeah, I might say Harmonious. I heard a rumor that they might even do Epcot forever for a while, for a little while before Harmonious. How would I, they even do that? I don't know. I, I don't just, think they put, <laughs> wrong. I just, where are you getting this information from? I know. I Some don't like work. Sketchy. I just read Twitter all day. <laughs> I only that, saw Epcot forever one time, though. I would like to see it again. It was intriguing. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was okay. It was good. We just liked it because didn't they play like a clip of Walt talking that we liked? Yeah, and it had a figment quote in there as well. Oh, yeah, and figment. I liked at the very the very beginning, there's a tiny little kid voice that came on and said, Soar in the tower. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cute. And me and Clayton say that all the time. <laughs> so our birthday boy Connor has a bold prediction. First nighttime show back is Rivers <laughs> of Light. They've already sold all those barges to Six Flags months ago. To Six Flags? No, they did not. No, I don't know where they are now. So let's uh, continue our Magic Kingdom. Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. No return date announced, but the sign has been unveiled, and they are typically not using it as an extended queue for Space Ranger Spin anymore. So I think Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor will come back this summer sometime. And then the Walt Disney World Railroad still closed. Likely 2022 reopening, which what a shame that it won't be open for the 50th. That's sad. It is sad, honestly. Blame Tron. Do you guys remember when Shanghai was being built and you know there are budget cuts across the board because Shanghai was so over budget? Now the new where it is, Blame Tron. Yep. It's all it's all at least fault. in this house. We just Blame Tron. It's Tron's fault. <laughs> no fireworks. Tron's fault. <laughs> Let's move on to Epcot. Closed attractions. Pretty much the entire front half of the park in Future World. But we do have some news regarding Club Cool. 
is making progress and they are now saying it will be open in summer of 2021. I would guess August, but so I mean, is that going to be in the same spot? Where is this going to be? Because I feel like that whole middle area is still a miss. It's I believe it's supposed to be in the middle area because they said that's the first piece of that area that will be finished. I mean, that'll be really cool, Mm -hmm. I guess, but it's it's hard to believe. I feel like I'll believe it when I see it. They have like like, installed the floors again. I don't know if you saw the TikTok, but they installed floors and everything. They used like all kinds of crushed up recycled Coke bottles. It was cool. Oh, that's cool. So who in TikTok has this inside? (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Really trustworthy source, Disney Parks. Okay. They are killing it. They are. They put out (laughs) some good stuff. Uh, And going along with Club Cool, it might be around the same time or it might be just a little bit delayed after. But the Creation Shop, which is going to be the main gift shop in Epcot as a replacement for Mouse Gear, is supposed to open around the same time with Club Cool. Which that kind of makes me sad. Mouse Gear. Are they going to demolish Mouse Gear or it's just going to be like a secondary shop? I think Mouse Gear is going to be no more. Yeah, it's Aww. it's replacing Mouse Gear. But I don't know what they'll do with the space. What was that? That Was that just Interventions before? Or that was just the backside of Mouse Gear? I mean, because that was a huge store. Uh-huh, it was. Yeah. I can't even remember now. I'm all turned around in Epcot. Like, yeah, since they took all the buildings down, I can't remember where everything used to be. Yeah. I know there was about. a Starbucks, a real Starbucks. I do miss that Starbucks. That's about it. Other things going on in Epcot is Turtle Talk with Crush. No return date announced. Let's move on to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Still no return date announced for that. Which I really, we talked about it last time, I think. They got to do something with that theater. It's huge. You got to. Put something in there. I loved the orchestra when they put them in there. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, not, I mean, it was at least something to mm-hmm. kind of bring people in, give you an opportunity to sit down. They have nice fans back there. I watched it three times in one day once. <laughs> and I loved it. What does that say about us? <laughs> I love live music and they were amazing. I will never forget that uh, musician named Rex. He was awesome. If Rex is out there. I love you. <laughs> Fantasmic return date still not announced. That is my bet. I think Fantasmic will come back first. Indiana Jones stunt, epic, spectacular. No return date announced, but it is no longer being used as a relaxation station. All the relaxation stations are now gone. Jedi Training Academy, still nothing. Star Wars Galactic Spectacular, still nothing. Star Wars Launch Bay has reopened, but there are no character meet and greets in there. So it used to be a relaxation station. Now it is just open. And, you know, it's kind of crazy how the rules change and put buildings in different scenarios. Now you have to wear your mask in there. Or that was the no mask zone for forever. <laughs> that is so, funny. So you just go in there and look at everything? Correct. So, yeah, I mean, they have different props and things like that in Launch Bay. Oh, the the Halcyon is in there, isn't it? The Galactic Star Cruiser model? 
I think that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then Voyage of the Little Mermaid still closed as well. We can say other new things happening in Hollywood Studios. The Oasis Canteen just recently opened, I believe, last month, right there next to Indiana Jones. And they have some specialty drinks going on right now. I don't remember what they... You got like a snake bite or something? Yeah, but is that... some? I I would assume that that's always there because it seemed very Indiana Jones themed. Well, yeah, the bar is always there, but they have special drinks going on for the summer. Oh, okay. What I got was pretty good. It was heavy on like the melon flavor which was kind of weird i wasn't expecting that but it was like a lime green color mm-hmm. it was fun and then i can't really think of anything else in hollywood studios that has changed recently and then why don't you walk us through the, some of the park hours that looking like for this month as well so the park hours are starting to extend at least a little bit of course we all wish they were still open longer But Magic Kingdom is usually 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Epcot, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Hollywood Studios, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then Animal Kingdom closing the earliest still, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Hannah, do you know when the tickets for Boo Bash go on sale? Nope. Still nothing on that. Man. We've already planned our costumes. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. Can you share? Oh, should we share? What if someone steals it and does it better? (laughs) Or what if we chicken out at the last minute? Oh, no, we're not chickening out. This will keep you accountable. Uh, They're all going to be WandaVision themed. (gasps) I should have known. (laughs) So Catherine wants to do like through the decades. Yeah, so we're going to do all of them. Not Not all of them. them. Not all of them. We are, we are hoping to get to go to Boo Bash like three times, we feel like, is a solid number. But I did see yeah. some people think it's going to be around like 125 bucks. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that happening. So we'll see. But I love that idea. One division. Love I'm going to make Brendan paint his face. I it's was happening. hoping to get out. Of, I just want to be vision in human form. No, no, that's too that's too easy. No. It's interesting, you know, again, that's a, that's kind of what we talked about. Really Epcot is the only one that is open when it's dark right now since the mm-hmm. parks are staying, you know, since the uh sun doesn't set until so late. So that's the only place that could get a nighttime show right now unless True. they decide to change them up. Cuz they have extended them in the past. It's just not like a regular thing. Yeah, it all depends on capacity. So let's probably talk about what we are most excited for. We did a full review of this in yesterday's episode, if you want to check it out. But Adventures Campus opening up on June 4th. Yay! They're doing an opening. Yeah, they're doing an opening ceremony on June 2nd at 8.15 Pacific time at night p.m. They're going to be showing a glimpse of the new land and they are advertising that a few special guests will also be assembling. Ooh. Who do you think could be there? Captain America. I think Tom Holland will be there. I was say, you have to go with Spider-Man. <gasps> oh, oh absolutely. I definitely think Spider-Man. I'd love to see Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. That'd be awesome. That would be so awesome. 
I could also see like either John Favreau or uh, Kevin Feige showing up. I just have to think when they did like the two Star Wars. Galaxy's you know, Edge. Galaxy's Edge, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Think about all everyone that they brought back. Like the whole everyone. Everyone came. That's true. So I feel like for Avengers Campus, it could definitely be the same effect. They could bring the whole gang back together. That would be so cool. And that would be worth staying up for because 8.15 Pacific time. We're talking. That's going to be late. Oh, my gosh. If we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. Eastern time is not it. (laughs) It is not good. That's the one thing we miss so much about living in Tennessee is central time is the superior time. It just is. It is. (laughs) Hence why after this. The Predators game still doesn't start until 30 minutes from now. Oh, man. So do not try to reach us tomorrow. We will be asleep. But <laughs> Forever. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see more of them show up. I mean, you think like a Chris Evans would show up, or do you think he's kind of moved past Marvel now? I don't know. Maybe not. It'd be cool if uh, Bucky and Sam were there, since they're like recent the only problem with Tom Holland is I'm pretty sure Spider-Man is filming in, well, they wrapped now. So unless he got a different summit, but they were in Atlanta is where they were filming it. But I know Thor Love and Thunder is in Atlanta. And so I don't know how many of them are in California. Of course, I mean, they that's could a fly plane ride. Out yeah, I like, know. Their private jet, they can just pop right over. Yeah. We are... So excited. And then just a short while after that, beginning on June 15th, is when Disneyland will open up to non-California residents. Yay! So we already have our trip booked. We are so excited to go out there. So it'll be um, interesting. So I think June 15th is when California drops like all of their restrictions. So it's kind of interesting to see the different approaches of every state of how they're kind of ripping the Band-Aid off pretty quickly as the vaccines roll out and everything out there. So I think they can even start lessening mask rolls and social distancing. I don't know if Disneyland will, but I think they will have that option to, if they'd like to. I feel like based on how Disney has reacted, like Disney world, I guess has reacted to like restrictions and lifting things. I have to feel like Disneyland would follow suit. I don't know. Yeah. It's so dependent on the state of California. But we're moving in the right direction. Correct. So we answered this yesterday. Hannah, what are you most excited for in Avengers Campus? Oh, my gosh. Everything. I am excited to see what the Spider-Man ride is like. I'm fascinated by the, the concept of it. Um, but just all the food and the drinks look so cool. I did see the TikTok that Disney Parks did of the um, Pim Pim Particle drinks. Those look awesome. Yeah. But just all of it. What would y'all say? I haven't listened to the episode yet. <laughs> uh, we both basically said Web Slingers was number one. Yeah. I really want to eat at the Shawarma Palace. And then we're both kind of interested in that Dick, Doctor Strange show. And the, yeah. and the stunt. The animatronic that like flips. Oh yeah, in the I forgot about that. I did too. 
Oh my god! I think that'll be awesome. More than anything, we got to be there when Phase Two opens up. Whenever the e-ticket Avengers, don't, don't go thinking ahead. We have to embrace <laughs> what we have. I'm looking ahead. Phase Two will be great, but I think this will be awesome too. Yeah, this is going to be so cool. I also have some very sad news about Disneyland that I'd like to share with both of you. Oh no! Okay. If you remember. I can't remember if I said it in this episode or previously. That only thing I want to do in Disneyland, number one thing I want to do is ride the train. They have the most awful train policy I have ever seen in my entire life. You are only allowed to board the pl- the train in Toontown, meaning they make you get off there because they know that you couldn't have boarded at any other station. So you can only do one circle on the Disneyland Railroad. Well, what were you, uh, you could get back in line. I was trying to ride like three All or four day. times. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Brendan has been talking about for like an embarrassingly long time so is they riding are the, the train. Of joy. <laughs> At least you can ride the train. I was gonna say one loop on the Disneyland train is better than no loops on our train. <laughs> yeah. It's more than you can do in Florida. But that's, it was just so like, that's the appeal of it is that you can make it as long or as short of an experience as you want to. It and is, when they that put is a, cap a strange on it, rule. Maybe it's to prevent people like you from hogging <laughs> the train seats. They sh- that, They're trying to make room for everybody. Everyone I'm not has in line a- for Indiana Jones like that. I'm not clogging up the lines. Just sitting there. Just taking a seat. Yep. On the train. It's all I want to do. So if the Walt Disney World Railroad is like that when it opens up, boy. Are you going to riot? <laughs> whoever's meeting me out there with picket signs, I will organize <laughs> it for us. Oh, my gosh. It'll be like 2024 when our railroad opens up again. Seriously. If that. Thanks, Tron. <laughs> but what do you think about the decision to make you load at Toontown? That is a cute little train station that they have there. But there's something special about loading at Main Street, I feel like. Now, I'd imagine it's probably because there's so many characters going up and down at the train station there, like they're doing at Walt Disney World, that they don't want you know to have to dodge guests to do that. So Yeah, that's what I would imagine. I just think it's unfortunate that you have to walk all the way back there. Like, I feel like that's the good thing about the train is that you don't, like, it takes you there. So you don't have to walk. So, true. So last discussion topic tonight is Universal Orlando Resort. The Velocicoaster officially opens up on June 10th. It has been in technical rehearsals and in annual pass holder previews for, like, over a month now. Almost a month. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have been able to ride it beforehand, but it does have its official grand opening on June 10th. If you have not heard Catherine and I talk about it before, we loved it. Highly Dang. recommend it to anybody. It is a super smooth roller coaster. It is a little weird only having a lap bar and a coaster that goes upside down. But that's crazy. It's kind of I mean, it's pretty scary. Just like the speed. And some of the turns, they're definitely the longest, like, turns that I've ever been on. Like, it, it's almost like you're going in slow motion. 
Yeah. Because you're upside down upside for so down long. For a long time. Yeah. That's and crazy. the roll, you're like right over the water. It's like, okay, at least if I fall out of my seat, maybe I won't like, die. <laughs> I'll just land in the water. But you're going so fast, you would like skip like a rock. <laughs> We are going to do a storytelling preview episode before VelociCoaster. There is a pretty neat little story to it. So we're not going to spoil anything, but be on the lookout for that in the next couple of weeks. We're going to tell you everything you need to know going into it beforehand. So basically just like a brief synopsis of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and of the characters of Owen Brady and Bryce Dallas Howard's character that I can't remember the name of right now. Uh, Just so you can kind of get more familiar with them before you write it. Are they going to do any sort of opening thing for VelociCoaster? Like, do you think Chris Pratt is going to be in Orlando? I don't know. I think there's a good chance. I mean, they've been marketing it like crazy. Have you been getting the commercials on TV up there, Hannah? No, we don't have cable. Oh. <laughs> Here, every single time there's a commercial break, it's like every other one we get a VelociCoaster commercial we do also have a lot more like disney commercials down here too though i feel like i've never seen so many disney commercials in my whole life they know their target audience yeah Yeah. (laughs) you don't have to uh advertise to us though no but it's fun every time you see it on the screen it is interesting and some of you may have drawn this conclusion already now in once cosmic rewind opens chris pratt will be in both of the main orlando theme parks and then out in Hollywood, he is also in Mission Breakout and their Jurassic World attraction. So That's Chris Pratt, crazy. He is everywhere. All over wow. the place. Good for him. Good for you, Chris <laughs> Pratt. And so that's all I have for Universal Orlando. They, the, uh, I'm just kidding. The Jurassic World Tribute Store <laughs> has now opened. And if you've never been into a tribute store, at Universal. It is amazing. We went to the Mardi Gras one, which is our first one that we've ever been into. And then I watched a brief little video of the Jurassic World one today. It's honestly unbelievable that it's the same space that we were in before. Just head to toe theming. Looks really, really cool. Cool. Do they have dinosaurs? Yes. Like real dinosaurs? Real life ones. Like in, like in the queue for Boss Coaster. Yep. They're real. That Those things look real, though. They do. Do you think Velocicoaster, are you going to ride it? I really want to, but I'm terrified. I will say, do you ride like Rock and Roller Coaster? Yes. Then I think you could do it. Because and for I, me, I hate Rock and Roller Coaster where it launches you and I feel like in all of their promo material for Velocicoaster, it just talks about how fast it is. And, you know, they really hype it up to think that you're just going to, like, not be able to breathe. And <laughs> it was Fun. not it was not that bad. Yeah. I think Rock and Roller Coaster's launch is way worse. Well, I don't like Rock and Roller Coaster because I'm so short. My head doesn't come out of the, like, um, whatever it's called, the restraint. So yes. my head literally just rattles around the whole time, and it's horrible. So I like that it's just a lap bar even though it freaks me out that it goes upside down, but I really do want to ride it. So we'll see next time I'm in universal. We would recommend it. It's fun. Okay. 
I'll do it. So any other thoughts that you guys have to make the most of our listeners trips to the parks in June? Bring rain gear and, and sunscreen. sunscreen. Yep. <laughs> sunscreen and water. So Hannah, if this has piqued any of our listeners interest and they are looking to book that next vacation, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at little bit of Disney underscore and you can click the link in my bio to request a quote for any vacation. You can also go to littlebitofdisney.com. Perfect. So, of course, all of her information, if you're watching live, is down in the show description. If you are listening to the podcast, it is in the show notes below. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I had so much fun with you guys in the comments. I'm sorry that we didn't get to more of them. See, Sean says, June 4th, be with you. <laughs> that kind of works. I can see it. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We will be back next month on June 24th. Just kidding. Yay. Catherine and I will not be here on June 24th. Oh, so we will, will have to reschedule. <laughs> so we will keep you updated on when we are able to record that episode. The next time is just July 1st. So maybe that would be a good preview day for yeah. July 1st. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We had so much fun and we will chat with you real soon. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.